the greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode two of Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. I am Dave LaPointe. Um, hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope everybody enjoyed their Mother's Day. Um, hopefully you enjoyed your Mother's Day, but most likely... If you're listening to this podcast right now, you have a penis. Uh, at least that's what uh, Spotify has told me. So uh, perhaps you're listening elsewhere. Uh, you're not listening on iTunes yet because they fucking take forever to approve these things. So hopefully uh, by the time Thursday show rolls around, uh, Apple will have seen fit to approve this uh, wonderful broadcast uh, and it'll be out available on that medium. Uh, so a couple things right off the top, uh, wanted to talk about, um, how I'm hoping to engage listeners, um, through a couple of different mediums. First and foremost, uh, is email show mail at complaints and observations.com show mail at complaints and observations.com. Send me, send me an email, um, with your complaints, with your observations, and uh, perhaps I can get you on the show. Uh, the The hope here is that sometime next week um, will be uh, the first recorded interview with a guest. That's my hope. We'll see how that goes. Um, or uh, voice messages, which I've suggested before, and I have received a few. And uh, thank you to those that have sent some in, even the ones that were terrible. Thank you. Um, but those will be on Thursday uh, of this week. I came up with a, a very clever um, slice of the show name called Ill Communications. It's really bad, uh, but, you know, whatever. I, I figure I have it organized like a real show. May as well give it a name. And so there we are. Um, but, yeah, just trying to, you know, get more people involved. And the more people we can get involved, the more people that will listen. And hopefully um, the audience will grow to dozens as opposed to, just like, you know, I think right now we're at 15, which is awesome, which is honestly probably like 13 more than I thought. So we're trending in the right direction. Um, anyways, so a couple things. Um, I want to talk about sports today. And I I'd, I'd mentioned previously, uh, sports is pretty much the only thing I have any sort of even reasonable knowledge in. And even that is pretty fucking lousy. But, you know, <clears throat> I guess yesterday marked uh, 60 days without uh, sports from the four major U.S. sports. 60 days, which, which was, I was kind of surprised. It didn't feel like that long. But in hindsight, when you look at it, yeah, it was pretty fucking long. But, um, you know, I, I as much as I spent all of my time watching sports and sort of ingesting sports. It's really hasn't been 
nearly as bad as I thought. I thought for sure I would lose my mind, you know, 60 days into this thing. And I really haven't. Um, but you know, it's still, it sucks mainly because I don't watch a ton of television to begin with, but the only television I watch is sports. So I've had to sort of change it up. I've watched a lot of old games, which quite frankly is really stupid, but there's, there's just not much available. Some Korean baseball, watched a little bit of that, but it's just not, it's not that good, uh, which is a problem. Uh, UFC 249, uh, I watched the prelims. I wasn't going to spend 70 bucks. I think Dana White missed a, a golden opportunity here. He could have cut that in half and maybe doubled his pay-per-view buys, even if he just took 20 bucks off and just said, hey, it's not going to be 70 bucks. We'll make it 50 bucks. You know, if it was just fifty dollars as opposed to seventy, so he didn't have to cut it in half. Just take twenty bucks off, and I think he would have done pretty well, and it would have made him look fucking fantastic. At the same time, he said, "Oh, well, Dana White, he gets it, right? Dana White gets it, sure." But upsets all over the place. Well, not upsets, but usually UFC underdogs pay out. They did not pay out, and. I lost my. I don't think I won a single bet on Saturday. Yeah, not a single one. I'm a terrible fucking gambler. I I'm a low dollar gambler. We're talking ten bucks. I think the biggest bet I've made in the last four or five years was fifty dollars. And I think, and I'm pretty sure that was the Super Bowl. Yeah, a couple times. But yeah, ten bucks. The occasional twenty dollars. I've lost my shirt uh, this season with West Ham. They've completely fucking screwed me because they're pretty awful. But typically soccer parlays I'm okay in. But this was a boring segment, sorry. Um, but <clears throat> sports in general, you know, the way things are, are sort of transpiring in the world at the moment, and I really don't see how uh, fans can be brought back it just mass gatherings of people. Um, so that sh- that probably eliminates, you know, a- anything. I, w- I was telling my wife the other day, I think the first one where, you know, hey, this is as close to normal as we're going to get will probably be the Super Bowl. And I also think that the Super Bowl might be in March this year. The way things have, have sort of transpired here, but... That's just a guess, just a thought, you know. Hey, we're back to normal. Here's the Super Bowl. 70,000 people all wearing masks and all being <laughs> having their temperature taken every 20 minutes. Um, but I think, you know, that would be the big uh, show showpiece, if you will, for sports coming back to some semblance of normal. And then there'll be the... <laughs> the, uh, the the spike in cases at that point, I'm sure, unless something's been taken care of by then. But who knows? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Don't pretend to be. So, but this weekend, the German Bundesliga is coming back, which should be good. Um, there was already already been a cancellation in Bundesliga 2. Uh, I think it was Dresden that had some... Um, positive tests, so that game got canceled. My beloved FC St. Pauli 
Pauli, St. Pauli, however you pronounce it. I don't know. Not really beloved. I just find them incredibly interesting. Um, they're playing on Sunday, which is great. But I do need a Bundesliga club to support, so I think I'm going with Dortmund just because they're good and I would like to root for a winner. So, And they have a ton of Americans on that club. So let's go Borussia Dortmund. I'm probably not even pronouncing it right. That's how much of a fan I am. Huge, massive fan. I'm, I am such a fan that I am pronouncing the club incorrectly. I could probably pronounce all of the players' names inco- incorrectly, except for Jaden Sancho, just because his name is Sancho, which is... it's Every time I hear his name, I laugh. It's funny as hell. Um, but yeah, so Bundesliga. Um, another... Sports Nugget, uh, Richard Seymour finally gets into the Patriots Hall of Fame. Very exciting. Also very exciting. I was very happy to see that it was not Bill Parcells. Because, I mean, honestly, fuck that guy. He he managed another uh, second half of his career. When he left the Giants, you know, well, when Belichick stopped coaching with Bill Parcells, what did Bill Parcells do? He got the Patriots to the Super Bowl with Bill Belichick and then proceeded to... He single-handedly cost them that game against the Packers. He took the Jets' job before the fucking Super Bowl. Everybody in the, everybody in the locker room knew it. Everybody in the six-state New England region knew it. He fucked him. He screwed him. Put no effort into that game. And he can say whatever he wants. He's full of shit. I mean, I don't know. He's full of shit. That's my assumption. I'm not alone in this assumption. So, honestly, he has to... He's going to have to wait. He's got a long wait. Because, it, it, you know, a lot of people... Bob Ryan, specifically, on Twitter was talking a lot about how Bill Parcells is the most important person in Patriots history and how he needs to be in the Patriots Hall of Fame. And it's, you know, it's just because you guys were pals and, you know, you guys sat there and listened to him and talked shit about Terry Glenn. Poor Terry Glenn. That fucking guy. Good Lord. The fuck did he do? I mean, did a lot. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um... But yeah, I mean, fuck that guy. Like Mike Vrabel gets in before him, and then I'm sure there'll be some other guy. Like he fucking Logan Mankins, that guy should get in before Bill Parcells. I don't. Know. I find team Hall of Fames odd, and the Patriots for some reason do a very good job of really hyping it up. But uh, so yeah, congrats to Richard Seymour. I'm sure he'll hear. Um, huh? What was that? I'm sure he'll hear this. Just try saying that four times fast. Not five, four. Um, also, let's talk about Jay Cutler for a second. Jay Cutler, I, I have never been a big Jay Cutler fan. I've always found him a little I don't know. Annoying's not the word because it's not he's not annoying. It's a little strange. But this whole thing with his with his wife in this divorce, this guy, unfucking believable. 
She wants money from him to buy a mansion, and he fucking tells her to get a job. Unbelievable. Smoking Jay Cutler. He's funny. He gets it. Seems like a, a reasonable guy at this point. And, and it, you know, egg on my face for not knowing this. I should have known that he was just a regular decent guy. Uh, but I didn't. So I just looked at him as a somewhat lazy quarterback, which again, coming from me means <laughs> very, very little. But yeah, that fucking guy, man, that it, it's tremendous. I mean, it's un, it's it's strange to me how some people can be perceived as one thing, and then they do something relatively minor that they may not even do. So for, in this instance, he really didn't do anything, you know, unless he just banged somebody else. But okay, so maybe he did do something. But really. Who would have guessed while he was, you know, uh, deep in coitus with another woman that wasn't, a woman that wasn't his wife? Did he think, boy, so many more people are going to love me in the next month or so? Oh. I mean, he, he could have thought that. That would have been a weird thought at that particular time, but who knows? Maybe Maybe he did think that. So... But fascinating. It really is an interesting story. And it just kind of goes to show we don't really know, you know a whole lot about just about anybody. You know? It's a real deep thought. That's the deep thought for the day. You just don't know. See how deep that was? So, anyways. Uh, so the next slice of the show is another thing I'm calling, or I, I've given a name to. This one's called Three Gripes. Now, Three Gripes, I've been keeping uh, two very long lists of just random annoyances and and thoughts on my phone probably for the last, I don't know, a couple years now. Uh, Evernote, this is not the free ad of the day, but Evernote, terrific app, big fan. But I've kept... I, I've got probably 60 or 70 different random little bits that I've I've been saving in the hope that I would have a microphone in front of my face in this capacity. So, three gripes. What I'm going to do is just talk about three random things that I've thought of. So, number one. Salad. Salad. Now, here's my here's my gripe with salad, okay? One, it doesn't taste good, all right? Anybody who likes or loves salad, there's a screw loose. I'm sorry. I mean, it, it's... Again, I don't dislike salad as a whole. I hate lettuce. Iceberg lettuce, to me, is just disgusting. It's flavorless garbage. One thing I've noticed, and I'm guilty of it, you can tell how much somebody hates a fucking salad by how quickly they're eating said salad. So, if I would bring a salad to work, right, I would sit down, do all the 
various crap to said salad, whether I was putting in, you know, meats or dressing or whatever. I would shovel that crap down my throat so fast that I didn't even have time to realize I was eating a salad. There is no way that I'm the only one that, that feels that way about salad. You just, you, you try to get it over with as quickly as possible. When you're eating something you like, you cherish it, you relish it. If you're eating relish, and you're relishing relish, how about that? But if you're eating something you like, you're not going to try to get it over with quickly. It's just like anything else. If you're enjoying something, you're going to try to rush through it. But with salad, you just want to fucking get that miserable experience over with as quickly as possible so that you can go about the rest of your day. Salad. Number two. Flushing things that shouldn't be flushed. That necessitates signage saying not to flush things. So public places, airplanes. That could be the only two places. But diapers, condoms, tampons, etc. What kind of fucking Neanderthal do you have to be to flush a diaper down the toilet? My assumption is that this has happened multiple times, thousands upon thousands of times over the course of uh, somewhat modern plumbing history. Where they then had to say to themselves, geez, we need a sign to put in, in, in this bathroom that says, please do not flush anything other than toilet paper and fecal matter down this drain. You just cut you 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 hang it in this bathroom hoping that some of these fucking troglodytes will see it and say, geez, well, I was really gonna flush this diaper down the toilet, but now that I see this sign, I, I've changed my mind. But it's fucking I honestly I don't get, like, drugs? Go for it. You want to flush your drugs? All right. You got to get rid of them somehow. Flush them. It's not recommended. But it's understood. Diapers, condoms, tampons? Nope. If you're, uh, if you're over the age of four and flush anything other than a dead goldfish... Toilet paper, fecal matter. You're a savage. And, and you should do a, a deep introspective. Introspection. I don't think that's a word. But you should look deep within yourself and see if you even have a, uh, a place in society. Because if, if, if you feel the need... To flush stuff down the drain that does not need to be flushed. That you could easily just throw into a bag or a bucket. Maybe you're embarrassed. I wonder if that's... It's got to be an embarrassment thing. You know? But to me, right? Let's say, let's say you're on an airplane and you have to change a baby's diaper. Right? You take the diaper. 
you, you know, ball it up, throw it in the trash. Now, look, it's a confined space. It's going to smell terrible. But that's where it goes. It doesn't go into the toilet. You're going to inconvenience people for a small amount of time if they smell the shitty diaper. Big deal. The flight's over in, I don't know, five, six hours max. Babies should not be on, you know, transcontinental flights. It's another gripe for down the road, but yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I saw a sign somewhere and that really, I went off on a tangent at that particular time and I've taken that tangent and transferred it into a microphone here for all tens of you to hear. And now, hopefully, I've reached one of you. And you'll say to yourself, I won't flush anything else down the drain. Gripe number three. People who love dogs but hate cats or vice versa. To me, you can have a preference. The preference is fine. You know? So, I, you know, I have had cats. More cats than dogs. Love dogs. Want to get a dog. However, my issue is... We travel enough. The idea of then, you know, boarding the dog... Or having someone watch the dog. It's its just an undue responsibility for someone other than the dog owner. You know? That's a commitment. I mean, you see a lot of couples. That's, what, that's the move. That's the play. Hey, we're a couple now. We're going we're gonna to move in. Um, we're going to go on a vacate. Well, no. I'm sorry. Vacation first together. Vacation first. Uh, they move in together. They get a dog. They get engaged. They get married. They have a child. Then they neglect the dog. That's That part's probably not accurate, but that's how I've looked at it. Seems to be a very... It's always the same fucking dog. You know, I mean, in that scenario, it's 90% of the time it's some kind of fucking lab that you've paid too much money for. And if you've done that, I mean, okay. Great. Congratulations. I don't understand that. I went off there. <laughs> it's a formula. You can't deny it. It is a definite formula. Suburban. <laughs> All right. Anyways, getting back to the, getting back to my gripe. So I don't understand the need. You know, there are a lot of people that fucking hate cats. And I don't get it. Cats don't fucking do shit. They don't fucking do anything. What is it that they've done that is so awful? Slept for 18 hours a day? Oh, wow, how inconvenient. You got to feed him twice a day? I mean, shit. You know, 
our cat, we have automatic, it's an automatic feeder. 6.30 rolls around, boom. There it is. Then I feed her at night. It's unbelievably easy. Dogs, on the other hand, that's a commitment. So you'll have cat people who don't want a dog because it's too much work. So now they, oh, I don't like dogs. Well, why not? What'd the dog do to you? You should know that if you get a dog, the commitment is there. You need that. You have to be there for the dog. They are more work, for sure. It's a given. But to say that you don't like dogs because there's a commitment involved is just fucking stupid. But way more people hate cats. Completely unfounded. And quite frankly, I don't understand it. If you're one of these people that really hates cats, you're a sociopath. You should see a fucking shrink. You're probably going to fucking be a serial killer. But, yeah. So, those are my three gripes for this week. Next week, three brand new gripes taken from the extensive uh, archive of gripes. Too many popping S sounds, though, with that word, gripes. I hate that. It's the way my mouth moves, which is, it doesn't. The way I talk... It's terrible. I never like the voice is fine, but the actual way, and I can never be one of these people that over enunciates every single word all the time. New topic over enunciation. Don't like it. That's going to do it. That's enough for today. Uh, Thursday. I think I might talk about jobs or employment or something like that as the the job hunt here has been um, very interesting as a man in his uh, early 40s navigating the current uh, job market. I find it uh, not not really frustrating. I don't think that's the right word. Um, I think we're blessed here in the great Commonwealth of Massachusetts to have still some companies that are hiring. The downside is that there's, uh, I don't know what, 5 million people unemployed in this particular state or something like that. Who knows? I made up that number. Relax. Um, A lot of people are unemployed. So there are a lot of people applying for the same things. And the downside, like I found a couple of like super interesting jobs, like shit, ocean freight, for example. I find that incredible. Like supply chain. I find that very interesting. May go back to school for that. Probably not, but it's a it's it's a possibility. It's something in the back of my head. So Thursday, talk about jobs. We'll have some voicemails. Hopefully I'll get some more emails and other voicemails that I can play and we can talk about. Um but yeah, until then, keep complaining, keep observing, and uh we'll see you later. Thanks so much.